the story of breakthrough innovation in the face of the impossible. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Adam Stelzner, author and chief engineer for the Mars 2020 Project at NASA JPL. Welcome, Adam. Tanya, thank you for having me. Of course, you've been with NASA JPL for quite some time. Give us yes. a quick summary of the projects on, on which you've worked. Well, I've, um, I've worked uh, projects to Saturn and to Jupiter, those Cassini and, and uh, Galileo. And I've done a string of Martian missions, uh, Spirit and Opportunity, twin rovers that we sent in 2004, Curiosity rover, the big, beautiful beast we put on the surface in 2012. And now I'm the chief engineer of the Mars 2020 project, which has the Perseverance rover and the Ingenuity helicopter. You and co-author William Patrick wrote The Right Kind of Crazy, a true story of teamwork, leadership, and high-stakes innovation a few years ago. But yes. the lessons you taught us in that book are highly relevant today. What story does it tell? And what was the motivation behind writing the book? Well, you know, um, this job of exploring space, one, it's not easy. And two, it's kind of a gesture of sort of some elements of our fundamental humanity. And so there are lessons to be learned, I think, in how we do things, even who we are as a species, by looking at the challenge, the epic adventure of putting rovers on the surface of Mars. So we wrote the book to um, chronicle that adventure, to understand the challenges that we faced within it, and to look for common transferable lessons to other pursuits in business and, and other fields, where lessons that we learned about how to make spacecraft, how to, to innovate at the frontier, those lessons are transferable to other domains, other industries. And that's one of the reasons we wrote the book. What's the recipe for creating and coaching a team of world-class technical experts to tackle planet-sized challenges? Well, the first part is remembering that all of us humans, no matter who we are, no matter in what epoch we lived, if we ever really wanted to accomplish anything, we needed to band together in groups we called teams. And so you've got to keep the... Um, love and respect for your teammates forefront in your head, because without them, you'll go nowhere. Secondly, once you've sort of established a culture of collaboration associated with that love and respect for one another, you have to beat each other up. Intellectually, in the, in the domain of ideas, you need to generate a, a uh, culture of innovation that comes when ideas Everyone's individual ideas are allowed to compete where in a combat where only the strongest survive. So it's a flat culture of human respect and intellectual combat in which the best ideas survive and you know to uh, love and trust your teammates and do it all again the next day. Explain the darkroom and how that surfaced in a highly stubborn design or fabrication related challenge. How did you overcome it? 
So the dark room is a, is a term that, that we use to describe that, that moment where you don't have a solution. You don't know the way out of this predicament. And it's a tough place to be for a person. Think about the times we're in right now with the pandemic. There are many, many of us probably have felt, found ourselves in the dark room. Um, uh, and it's especially difficult in, for a team. And uh, uh, teams have an easy time making progress when you know that there's a goal and you know how to get to the goal. But when you're faced with that moment of despair or that moment of uncertainty where you don't know the way out of the dark room, it can be very difficult for a team. Um, the trick is, it's not a trick particularly, it's what every human being has been doing since the beginning of time. You just don't give up. You try and let go of your despair, stay positive and keep searching. Um, a friend of mine, Tommaso Rivellini, who now works at Apple, great guy, um, uh, reminded me of an old adage, the coward dies a thousand deaths. Rather than worrying about whether we'll, we as a team will ever find the solution, rather than worrying that our death is upon us, relax, keep going, let death surprise us. If it is, in fact, if there is, in fact, no solution to the problem we're facing, let us be surprised by that. Keep that positive attitude. Keep looking for the solution. Thus far, across a huge domain of challenging, some of the most challenging aerospace challenges that, that humans have faced in the last 30 years, I've found there's always a solution. And if the team keeps going, they'll always find it. So you're saying not to let the fear of failure hamper innovative thinking. That's absolutely true. You know, um, fear gets in the way of our mind's best work. Um, I, I found that to be true when I was a student. I still find it to be true today as a, as a leader of engineers, that if you stay positive, keep your mind creative, keep it curious, you will find a solution. Let's talk about spacecraft technology for a moment. The specification and design of these machines has to take place years before it's actually sent into space. So how do engineers and mission planners handle technological advances in things like cameras, robotics, artificial intelligence between the design phase and the completion of the craft? Do you stick with the original technology or do you make running changes and improvements as you go? Great question, Tanya. Um, the sad truth is that uh, we, although our spacecraft are technologically amazing and they do amazing things, the piece part tech that they use is all very old and very dated because of that cycle between design and use. It's about five or 10 years. And by the way, when we do the design, we want something that's tried and true, that's tested and reliable and, and a sure bet. So for instance, uh, we use RAD uh, 750 chips uh, on, uh, on Perseverance. Perseverance is flying the same um, CPU that I used to get my PhD in my G4 Macintosh in 1997. 
I mean, this is my cell phone outstrips the Perseverance rover in computation power 10 times, right? So um, there's other considerations. Of course, it ends up being that we go to a radiation heart uh, environment of Mars. And so we need a sort of radiation hardened uh, chips and those don't get updated very frequently. But the short of it is we update slowly. And so we assemble fairly novel vehicles that do certainly novel missions using some fairly generic piece part tech. What lessons from the Curiosity Project apply to managing technical professionals now working remotely as we emerge from a global pandemic? So that idea of the importance of teamwork, the importance of human connection, the importance of that trust relationship building it, supporting it. That's even more important when we're looking at each other through the lens of a camera, right? By the way, the cameras are very important. I'm a big believer in cameras on meetings because the pauses in our voices, the gestures in our eyes as we speak are one of the most information rich ways in which we communicate. And when you have your cameras off, there's a lot of second guessing. What did he mean by that? Was that sarcasm or was he serious? So um, I'm a big believer in trying to, even though it's harder now, um, reach out through that camera lens, uh, reach out to my colleagues on the screen, connect with them uh, regularly, more regularly. We, we're now running happy hours, you know, uh, WebEx and Zoom happy hour to try and keep the esprit de corps alive because it's that connection, that trust relationship, and that power of that collaboration that's really going to make great things happen. Dr. Adam Steltzner, author of The Right Kind of Crazy, a true story of teamwork, leadership, and high-stakes innovation, and chief engineer for the Mars 2020 project at NASA JPL. If somebody wants to connect with you, Adam, maybe they want to get a copy of this book or connect with you personally, what's the best way they can do that? Well, certainly you can find my book on Amazon uh, at many, uh, you know, brick and mortar um, uh, booksellers. But of course, in these times, it's going to be Amazon. Um, uh, you can connect with me on Twitter at Stelzner. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me at Adam Stelzner on, uh, on Instagram. And go ahead and reach out because I'd love to connect with your audience, Tanya. And I really appreciate you having me. Of course. You're welcome back anytime. And find more of my interviews right here on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.